This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Straighter. Tally has spent more than three decades in law enforcement, most recently as the police chief of the Maywood Police Department. For all the details, go to nowdecator.com. And while you're there, we've got lots more stories, podcasts, and videos for you. Check them out at our website, nowdecator.com. Tonight, we'll get to see what happened in Memphis. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's how it sounded when police confronted Tyree Nichols at a traffic stop in audio from Broadcastify. Tonight, body cam footage will be released. She said they were fighting with Nichols, who died three days later. Tennessee Bureau of Investigation Director David Rausch says it was more like a beating. What happened here does not at all reflect proper policing. He calls it horrific and criminal. And the five officers, who are black, like Nichols, were fired and charged with murder. Memphis Police Chief Davis says... I expect our citizens to exercise their First Amendment right to protest. Now, she says tonight's video release is not a calling card for violence. Nichols' own mother urged people at a vigil last night to protest peacefully. A terror conviction in New York City. Seifulo Saipov, an ISIS sympathizer, found guilty in a 2017 Halloween attack of murdering eight people, driving a rented van down a bike path. That same federal jury could sentence Saipov to death. President Biden went to Virginia to tout a resilient economy and take swipes at House Republicans. What in God's name would the Americans give up the progress we've made for the chaos they're suggesting? Now the GO- I don't get it. The GOP wants spending cuts attached to raising the debt limit. Now, the president says he will not agree to that. If nothing's done by June, the U.S. could go into default. The COVID vaccine could become the next flu shot. FDA advisors voted unanimously to recommend the change to a once-a-year dose for most Americans. Dr. Randy Hawkins says keeping the current strategy of two doses than boosters might lead to uh, more vaccine uh, hesitancy, vaccine fatigue. The FDA itself would decide how to phase the change in. America's listening to Fox News. Greetings, Sebastian Gorka here. For years, I've mentioned how much Relief Factor has helped the pain in my lower back. Gary from Ohio shared his experience, too. He writes, I tried Relief Factor due to its botanical ingredients to reduce pain in my shoulder, knee, and lower back. After just a few weeks, the knee pain was completely gone, and the shoulder and back pain were reduced quite a bit. I can now exercise much more comfortably and practically pain-free. Thank you, Relief Factor. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. So it looks like a lot of people are thanking Relief Factor. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing. Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start at the reduced price of $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. relieffactor.com. There's concern protests over Tyree Nichols' death could spill beyond Memphis across America, like in George Floyd's police death. There could also be protests for a different reason again in Atlanta. Governor Brian Kemp has signed an emergency order allowing for up to 1,000 National Guard troops to be called in to respond to any unrest over the weekend. Last Saturday, activists vandalized police cars and businesses in Atlanta, protesting the building of a law enforcement center in Forestland in DeKalb County. But they were also protesting the shooting of a fellow protester, 
who was killed after police said he shot and injured a state trooper. Aides to the governor have also said this is a precautionary measure as video of Memphis police beating Tyree Nichols is set to be released today. Five Memphis officers who were fired after Nichols died have now been charged with second-degree murder. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Now there's a concern also on Wall Street about a recession. Stock futures only down modestly, though, the day after big gains. A year after Novak Djokovic was not allowed to play at the Australian Open for not getting a COVID vaccine shot, he is a win away from tying Rafael Nadal's record with a 22nd Grand Slam title. Here we are again. Novak Djokovic back in the final at the Australian Open. It's a perfect record in the semifinals. 10 out of 10. On Eurosport, early Friday morning, Eastern Time, 21-time Grand Slam singles champ Novak Djokovic defeated unseated 25-year-old American Tommy Paul in straight sets to advance to his 10th Australian Open final. Djokovic 19-0 all-time in the final two rounds of this Grand Slam tournament, where Sunday he'll face Stefanos Tsitsipas with the winner to take over the world number one ranking. Stefanos, see you in two days. <laughs> Djokovic played Tsitsipas in the final at the French Open 2021. Well, I won that match, so my recollections are very positive. <laughs> They'll meet Sunday, 3.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Jared Max, Fox News. A college basketball legend has died. Billy Packer was 82, suffering kidney failure. For 34 years, he was a TV analyst for the NCAA tournament. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. In 1965, my father founded Brinkotter Realtors with a singular goal, to support his community's real estate needs with integrity, purpose, and a forward-facing approach to business. Over 55 years later, Brinkotter Realtors still embodies that spirit. Connection, commitment, community. When you're planning to make a move, go with the name you know. Get the service you deserve. Go to Brinkotter.com to connect with one of our agents today. Find your way home. Brinkotter.com. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today we have a chance of morning flurries, mostly cloudy, high near 42 tonight, increasing clouds and a low around 27. For Saturday, mostly cloudy with a high near 46. Overnight rain and freezing rain are likely. Then for Sunday, cloudy with a high near 34. The current temperature in downtown Decatur sits at 27 degrees, 22 degrees, and your WSOY time is 7.06. Can you tell me the nickname, the school mascot, Johns Hill? Owls? Oh. Eagles. Eagles. Oh, I knew it was a bird. All right. We're going to talk about the theater program. We've got Mark Topper and Tupper on sports and the Brink Outer Home Highlight. The company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. We are back here on a Friday. Chilly start today. We're going to get up to like 41, though. Feeling good about that. And you said, where, where's the freezing stuff coming in over the weekend? Overnight Saturday. Overnight Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. I'll just sleep in. Yeah, sleep in. Yeah. You'll miss it. Uh, driving in this week has always has been interesting, like every single morning. It was good today, though. Everything's clear. Uh, all right. We have, each and every week, uh, we spend some time with uh, uh, somebody from District 61. It's a big, big, big footprint, right? Uh, you know, 7,000 plus students and all the buildings and the different things, but we're going to kind of drill down and talk about something very specific. Uh, Johns Hill, what an amazing building. And, you know, it went from 
the oldest, I believe, bricks and mortar in the district to the newest. Uh, uh, and it is flat out amazing. If you haven't had the opportunity to see it, and, and the whole park for that matter, I, I, I know the Howard G. Buffett Foundation, the city of Decatur, and other people worked about, you know, there's a new baseball field and basketball courts and tennis courts, and they've worked around the neighborhood for improvements. It's just fantastic. And I love the architecture. I, I mean, I, every time I drive by it, I mean, I will go around just just to drive by it uh, to go see uh, how that neighborhood looks today versus like the K through eight we spent there eight years uh, with the old building. And and the the K through eight years even in the old building were great for us. I, I mean, the culture, uh, the student body, the the principal, the staff. I mean, everybody was fantastic, even with the, you know ceiling files, you know, falling out of the, you know, in the auditorium. Uh, and I'm not exaggerating, am I? No, not at all. Okay. Uh, but, but now you get the best of both worlds. You get the, the new school and this auditorium, this theater is unbelievable. When you walk out on that stage and just look out, I mean, it looks like a high school or a college. I mean, you know, it's fantastic. Uh, Rob Prangy joins us. Uh, this is like a two for this week. We've had both you and your wife in uh, to this week. And thanks for having me. Well, it's good to have you. Now, I, I don't want to like be down, but I'm bummed. Uh, Rob's going to finish his career with, uh, oh, his career, his career with District 61 in June of this year. And, and where are you going? I'm going to go to Mount Zion. I'm going to be the athletic activities director at the middle school and high school there. All right. Well, I, I, I want to say congratulations and I want to be happy for you, but I'm just kind of bummed. I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I know it was it was a really tough decision leaving great people here, uh, but I'm I'm going into another great situation. And well, I'm, I, with let me just say I'm happy for you then personally that you're happy. I'm bummed that uh, all the future kiddos aren't going to get that uh, experience of having you there at John's Hill. Thank you. I mean, I just personally thank you, our family, for the eight years we had there. Uh, it was a, an incredible experience, and you were fantastic. Thank you. Okay. Now, I know you don't want to spend a bunch of time on that, uh, but uh, good luck in your new role. What, what has been the major difference for you, having been there for so long with what you had before, what you have now? What has this new theater, this new auditorium, this new building meant for the performing arts and for theater and for art? So we always had some strong um, fine arts programs, whether that be music or theater or, or just, you know, the visual arts. And I think we had really resourceful people that were kind of putting it together in less than ideal um, conditions. Conditions, yeah. absolutely. And so now this this new building, like you said, it's it's state of the art. They're, the arts are, are the focus, you know, of part of the building, just the auditorium and the art room. Even the drama classroom, being able to get right out onto the catwalks, it's it's just a different experience. Well, Jennifer Tice, who's with us here today, I, I'm so grateful. You know, the arts forever were like on the chopping block. If budget gets tight, you know, we care more about football. I, I, it's such an integral part of, of, of a human being's experience, right? And what is it like to be able to like have a, an entire school sort of based around this concept of celebrating the arts? I'm sure I'm going to be honest on that. Yeah. Um, I, <clears throat> excuse me. 
I think that the arts can bring so much to students in so many different aspects, not just the educational, but the social, emotional, the connection, the finding your place. I mean, as kids are developing, they're trying to find out who they are. And I think that the arts gives them that chance to find if that's part of their niche. Well, so it's going to be part of your life the rest of your life, even if true. you're just a consumer, right? It's true. Uh, I, I, I just, it, it's the one mystery to me about public education over the years is like, if you, if budgets get tight, that's the first thing on the chopping block. And now you got an entire school that sells celebrates that and you got state-of-the-art stuff yes well, all right do you still feel magical when you walk out on that stage or is I it do you know sometimes we move to hawaii you know the view doesn't <laughs> you know after a while it becomes just sort of standard it's fantastic yeah. yeah every time you walk on the stage it's always something different even if you're still working on the same show it's still a different type of magic that you get to see between the actors and the audience and no show is ever the same right each time you perform so all right, let's talk about theater uh, for a moment. Um, critical thinking, creative thinking, communication, collaboration, mm-hmm. all the things that we get from other areas of life. That's what this is all about. Yes. Yeah. Why is that important? Well, it's it helps in so many different ways. I mean, all these skills that the students can get from theater now is things that they can take on and continue to use in school and in the workplace. I mean, you have to be able to collaborate when you're on the job site. You have to be able to critically think and solve problems. And that creativity that we have in theater allows them to develop those critical thinking skills to be able to transfer it into problem solving. All right. Talk to me about some of the performances you've put together and and just the student activity. And then being K through eight, what what does that look like, you know, through the different grades? So mostly my um, kindergarten through fifth is just strict classes where we play games and we learn how to do theater. Okay. Um, And then when I get to the middle school level, I do a spring musical. So last year I did Susical and it was open up from K through Saw the pictures. You see this, Nick? This is incredible. Yeah. Uh, And that was our first musical in the new building. Um, So fifth through eighth graders, we had about 25 students, eight technicians, and I really like the opportunity to open it up to people who don't necessarily want to be on stage, but learn some of those backstage because they're still vital. Oh my God, yes. What were those eight technicians' responsibilities? I had stage managers, I had an ASM, I had people help with lighting and costumes and scenery movement and all that kind of stuff. So just kind of learning how to coordinate that backstage area. My dream is that it's more self-sufficient, as in I develop the kids, they kind of grow up under other kids, and they kind of learn the roles from you know, the older kids sure. as they get through. Cause so. it, and people don't realize, I, I, I think, you, you go see a show and you're just watching what happens on the stage, but the, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, and, and some of those kids are, don't want to be out there in mm-hmm. front of the microphone. They like the behind-the-scenes stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I grew up that way when I was in high school. I was, I was only strictly a technician. So. Yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, also with us today, uh, Isabella Springer, who is an eighth grader. She's proudly wearing her Eagles hoodie there, Nick, not the owls. Uh, and uh, tell me uh, how, why, first of all, you're an eighth grader. You're, you're getting ready to start high school after this semester. What got you involved in this whole program? Um. So at the old building, um, we did kindergarten and third grade plays. And so that really was my first exposure to theater overall. Um, our fifth grade year, we had someone else running the theater program and we did Frozen Junior. So that was another exposure opportunity for me. And I figured out that I actually really wanted to do it. So whenever um, we got back from COVID, my seventh grade year, I took the intro to theater class and that was really fun and new and exciting for me. I got to meet a lot of new people 
And um, I was in Seussical, and that was, like, when I was like, yeah, I'm definitely doing this. What, what role did you play? Um, I did Ural the Turtle, and I was also um, part of the ensemble during Seussical Junior. All right. Well, uh, for, for those kids that are maybe nervous about this, because, you, you know, getting up in front of people is hard. You, you know, public speaking, people fear death more than, or public speaking more than they do death, right? There's a lot of people that are uncomfortable. What, what, uh, how did you get over that fear of doing that and, and, and the benefits, you know, like why other kids should try this and, and be a part of this? Um, so public speaking is actually really, really important. I feel like, so I feel like just feeling like you're being accepted will really help you with that exposure. So just take little steps and, um, it really does benefit you because that's a life skill that you need. Cause what, I, Whatever you're at, like an interview, for example, sure. you're going to need those skills. You can't really be shy in front of an interviewer. So I feel like that just really helps you grow as a person and helps you in the future. Okay. And when you think about um, the, the the work that goes into it, because people just see the final performance, right? They don't mm-hmm. see all the practice time. They don't see all of the work that goes into uh, and, and I think that we have this weird thing. like We kind of understand it with sports, but we don't really think about it with band or we don't think about it with you know people or in the creative arts, right. there's a ton of work. Yes, a lot of time, a lot of practice, you name it. Yeah. And, and so what does it feel like when you get out there that first night? Um, so with all the practice and effort you put in, you really, really hope it goes well. Um, and just walking out there, especially the first time you've ever done it. Now, how nervous were you? Be honest. I was very, very nervous. I was, like, <laughs> shaking. So I had these, like, older kids covering me and um, – it was just magical after the show and whatever I walked out there, like it just was a huge confidence boost for me. And it was just, it felt amazing. So it, it's, it's strange, you know, Nick and I spend three hours a day here and we can't see our audience, right? So there, you don't get to feed off of what the people are doing in the front row. What was that like? Just sort of feeding off the energy of those people that were there to see it. Um, It really, really helps you. It like really pushes you forward because you just want to, um, make those people feel good and you just want all the practice and effort you put into it. Um, just come out and be something great with your peers. All right. Nick, I asked her off the air, uh, you know, I thought maybe she wants to, you know, maybe go to Millican, be a Broadway star. She wants to be a veterinarian. Uh, uh, why veterinarian? Um, so I've always grown up with dogs and I just honestly, um, love animals. I don't care like what species they are. I've just always found them so interesting and the anatomy behind it is just amazing to me. So I'm just really, really interested in that. So I feel like by doing these other things that I'm doing, um, it will look good on my resume. And it's also fun for me. So it gives me confidence boost and it just makes me feel confident in my yeah. own skin. Communication is important, right? No matter what it is that you do in life. Have you seen the bear in Colorado that's doing the selfies? Have you seen that story? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm with you. I, the more I meet people, I think I'd rather be around nature and, and animals, uh, these days. Uh, so what are you going to do leading up to this big, you know, move? Uh, you know, you got what, few months left? Yes. Yeah. About five. Yeah. Six, Is so. it? Uh, I guess it, it, it'll go by fast though. It will. Uh, how have the, has the neighborhood, the community, the students, the families, you know, with this new space, what, what has it meant for you guys? Because you had the culture before. You really did. I think growth, you know, being able to bring in about 150 more students than we had in the old building. Yeah, you're doing like, um, you're like 640 students, yeah, right? Yeah, So that, that's been a help. And um, I think broadening the uh, choices that our students have, you know, adding the theater program, adding a dance class, 
so really just expanding on the arts and bringing in more students to get to experience that. And is, is public education doing a better job of celebrating the arts and prioritizing the arts, in your opinion? Because it was, I mean, for a long time, one of those categories that would just be the first on the uh, on the cutting board, right? Yeah, and I, I've really tried to just focus more in my bubble, and I, I feel like you know our school and, and DPS has helped us with that. So I, I think that's better here, at least. Yeah, I, what I loved our experience there, you know, Johns Hills is an English as a second language school in the district, and uh, I love the fact that our guy from kindergarten got a chance to meet people from all over the world and learn about other cultures. Has that been a, a great experience for you? Yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. Um, John Sell is just such a diverse school and you get to meet so many people and it really, really makes you think about um, how other people feel and it makes you walk in their shoes, which I think really helps a lot of us kind of um, grow up. And for those students who are English second language kids, um, it's really a huge confidence boost for them just being accepted and being understood. Yeah, and it's important, and and that's very inspiring what you just said because we got so much in this country where people just want to treat people as villains, or you don't look like me or sound like me, so I don't want to understand anything about you. You get immersed into that from day one, which yeah. I think is a good thing for our, our for us as people uh, that we've got young people that we can look at as role models in that way. All right, so what are you going to do without Mr. Prank? I'm going to keep pushing forward. I know you will, right? <laughs> How many kids overall, you know, in the theater program or in the arts at Johnsville? Uh, in my three middle school classes, I have about 70 students this year. Okay. So in the play, I've got 25 for Annie because okay. Annie's our spring musical. When is it? Okay. When is that? <laughs> it is March 31st and April 1st at 7 p.m. All right. And, and do you have all the roles cast? Are you already yeah. practicing? We are already rehearsing. Three weeks into rehearsal. All right, and so. are you in the show? Yeah. And what what role are you? I have Grace. Okay. That's the role. I, I I don't know the name. Nick, do you know Annie? Yeah. Can't. Is this going to be Daddy Warbucks or is it the the Jamie Fox other character? It's the Daddy Warbucks. Is it okay? So the original, Both classical, the original, yeah. the original yeah. classical. Both are good. Uh, and then how many times are you like? What's that rehearsal look like? Just to give people an idea of the work that's invested in this. Um. So we meet three times a week. We meet for two and a half hours three times a week. For, I think, 10, 12 weeks. Yeah, it's a so, lot. Yeah, I mean, it's well over 100 hours in just the rehearsal component. That's crazy. So, But but it also teaches valuable life lessons to these kids, right? Absolutely. All right. And then you have parents and I'm sure a lot of volunteers that come in from the community to help make things work, right? Yes. Yeah, and, and that's not changed, right? I no, mean, the new building, you always had the investment from the families. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's it. That's something that hasn't changed. It's It's been a great help having parents, families, community members come in and support the programs. That's that's vital. All right. Uh, what would you like to say to the people who just have negative vibes or whatever about public education or District 61? I mean, we, you know, and I'm not saying there's not problems. And, and you and I have had these conversations about things that need to be addressed. But our day-to-day experience, you know, K through 8 at Johns Hill and four years at Eisenhower, we're a net positive, not even close. I, I mean, you know, with the experience that we had day in and day out as parents and student in District 61. And there's so much negativity and i'm sure as an administrator you have to deal with a lot of headaches but what do people get wrong about it i think they need to come in and observe and see some of the programs the performances and different things because i don't i don't think a lot of times people realize all that's going on you just you just hear the negatives or you just hear the big events and there are so many small wins every day that that they don't get to see and experience what's been your favorite thing about doing this all these years how many years 
uh, I've been 21 at Johns Hill. 21 years at Johns Hill. That's got to be. I, I, Rob's gonna be a big man sobbing uh, all the way through the halls uh, on that last day. What, what, what's your takeaway, though? I mean, you, you know, what, what's that experience been like for you? I, oh, it's hard to hard to put into just a couple of words. I, I think, like like you've talked about, it's it's just a different environment having the ESL program and all of the arts. It's it's really just a real world experience that I don't think we always get to have. And yeah, that's that's been great. All right. How can people from the public see the school? I mean, obviously they come see the play, Annie, right? March, what? 31st. 31st. You can buy tickets and go to the show. Mm -hmm. That'd be a great way to see it. I I just wish more people would be able to get a chance to sort of see the vibe of what those hallways look like and, and, and and what Isabel's experience is like every day and what you see every day. Yeah. I I think, you know, absolutely coming to performances and then with the new building, there are other organizations that are, um, you know, checking out and renting. renting that's the park district, the district did their yeah. corral thing, right? Yeah, that's a, another great chance that I think people ha- haven't seen that theater. You know, coming to see it. So, and there, there's lots of opportunities to at least get in. Yeah, and you know what they have now that we didn't get K through eight parking, uh, uh, which is uh, just a you don't realize what you didn't have until you have it, <laughs> right? right? Uh, guys, good luck, uh, and thank you for sharing your story with us today. Uh, really uh, glad to meet you, Isabella. Thank you for being here today. Good luck with Annie. Thank you. Uh, and uh, keep fighting for the arts. It's important. And uh, Rob, I'm of mixed emotions uh, on this decision, uh, but I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. All right, we'll take a break. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Back with more right after this. Today, we've got a chance of some morning flurries. It's going to be mostly cloudy with a high near 42. Tonight, increasing clouds and a low of 27. For Saturday, mostly cloudy, high 46. Overnight rain and freezing rain possible and likely. And for Sunday, cloudy with a high near 34. Current temperature in downtown Decatur sits at 23 degrees. Your WSOY time is 725. And this look at your weather, it's brought to you by Eagle Ridge. Looking to fall in love with your new home? Eagle Ridge, your affordable, assisted lifestyle community, is newly renovated and ready for you. You can count on them to provide home-cooked meals, small group activities, and visitations with family and friends. They are currently accepting move-ins, and there is no better time than to call them right now. Stop by 875 West McKinley or call 217-872-1282. That's 872-1282. They are an equal housing opportunity lender. In 1965, my father founded Brink Auto Realtors with a singular goal, to support his community's real estate needs with integrity, purpose, and a forward-facing approach to business. Over 55 years later, Brink Auto Realtors still embodies that spirit. Connection, commitment, community. When you're planning to make a move, go with the name you know. Get the service you deserve. Go to BrinkOuter.com to connect with one of our agents today. Find your way home. BrinkOuter.com. Ready to purchase that smooth ride? You got it at Staley Credit Union. You want to move forward with a new car, truck, or SUV. 
But first, you need some cash. Staley Credit Union offers lower interest auto loans that get you in the driver's seat. And if a motorcycle, ATV, or boat is more your speed, we have loans for those too. At Staley Credit Union, you got it. Learn more at StaleyCU.com. This institution is not federally insured by member choice. Proudly insured by American Share Insurance. to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. We are back here on a Friday. Good morning and welcome. Got a little sunshine. Look at that. Yeah, I noticed the uh, pink clouds a little bit earlier and, yeah. and not the gray, and now I see a blue sky and What's sunshine. The, what the hell's going on? I don't know. I think I think that last <laughs> conversation just brought some yeah. smiles and sunshine. Yeah, yeah, but man, bittersweet. Yeah, I mean, that part stinks, but... You know, the look, you know, if you are um, a principal, mm-hmm. yeah, you're an administrator. You, you know, I mean, that, that's your job description. You get 640 kids, kindergartners through eighth grade. Yep. I mean, that's a big swath of, you know, like a mm-hmm. lot of different things. And I would imagine you do that for 21 years and maybe you can go focus on something more specific and have a passion and still be an educator and in kids lives. That's probably an attractive thing. I hate to see it for district 61. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no pushback on that, but you also have to be happy for the people that you love in life that have done a great job, that they got to follow their own passions and their own, you know, yeah. After having made a, a, an important impression and mark on the community. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, you know, what are you going to do? But man, but that's a loss. I mean, a loss. And I would just, I mean, firsthand knowledge. Right. Absolutely right. Um, it's funny. You asked uh, Isabella if she wanted to go to Millican. What thought in my mind is as they were describing their program, it sounded almost verbatim like the experience at Millican. Hey, if you're not in the show, you can support the show, be around it, learn the roles. I mean, it's, it's so cool at that level. You know, you're learning in the same way that it happens yep. at the real level. No, at, that's for it's sure. really cool. But she was very clear, like, you know, because sometimes, you know, I think when you're that age, not in any way, but you have big dreams. You have no right. veterinarian. <laughs> she was like, she was <laughs> Locked like, in. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, fun stuff. Uh, if you didn't get a listen to it, you really should. The podcast will be available at nowdicator.com. We'll take a break for uh, bottom of the hour stories and news. And when we get back, we'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. And we'll have our Brink Otter home highlight. Little tease, giving away gift card for some flowers. Valentine's Day right around the corner. We'll be back. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. The Decatur Regional Chamber of Commerce will host a business breakfast on Wednesday, February 8th from 7.30 to 8.30 at the Decatur Club on West Prairie Avenue. The central topic will be the Safety Act. Guest speakers, Deputy Police Chief Brad Allen and State's Attorney Scott Reuter will share their thoughts on the issue. January is Radon Action Month in Illinois. Radon is a tasteless, odorless, colorless gas that can lead to health problems. The state says radon test kits are available at most hardware and department stores. It's recommended that you do both a short-term and long-term test. If readings are high, you can contact IEMA or a licensed mitigation company. You know what's not dangerous at all? Visiting our website to see more stories, podcasts, and videos. Stop by anytime. We're available online at nowdecatur.com. 
News. I'm Lillian Wu. Authorities in Memphis are bracing for potential protests in response to the expected video release tonight of the encounter between Tyree Nichols and police, which led to his death. Anticipating the tape could trigger civil unrest, with Memphis Police Chief giving this warning. This incident was heinous, reckless, and inhumane. And in the vein of transparency, when the video is released in the coming days, you will see this for yourselves. The Nichols family's legal team has seen the footage, and they say it shows the five officers beating Tyree for three minutes. He died in the hospital three days after the incident. That's Fox's Brooke Singman. And Novak Djokovic headed to the Australian Open finals again after defeating unseated American Tommy Paul in straight sets. This will be Djokovic's 10th Australian Open final. America's listening to Fox News. The United Way Trivia Series is back for one monster night, courtesy of Bodine Electric. Join us Saturday, January 28th at the Hall at 520, formerly the KC Hall, for a night of trivia and good food, all for the United Way. Cost is 25 bucks a person for trivia and the heads and tails game. Teams can be up to eight players, and mulligans and 50-50 will be available. Plus, a 1000 bucks of prize money is on the line. The United Way Trivia Night, sponsored by Bodine Electric, Saturday, January 28th at the Hall at 520. Details at uwdecatur.org and the United Way Facebook page. I didn't think it was possible to meet someone like Susan. We just clicked after realizing we each have a strong sense of self and share the same core values in life. After taking our advanced personality test, Daniel and Susan matched on Silver Singles, the secure dating site for 50-plus singles who know what they want. Sign up today at silversingles.com slash date. That's silversingles.com slash date. Paid actors representing true customer testimonials. Names have been changed. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, a chance of morning flurries. It's going to be mostly cloudy out there with a high near 42. Tonight, increasing clouds and a low around 27. For Saturday, mostly cloudy with a high of 46. But we have a shot of some overnight rain and freezing rain. It could get slick out there overnight going into Sunday. And then for Sunday, it's going to be cloudy with a high near 34. The current temperature in downtown Decatur, it sits at 23 degrees, and your WSOI time is 7.33. Tupper on Sports on WSOI, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. Each and every weekday, we get the great opportunity to check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, let's start with the NFL. Well, you know, it's a it's a great deal of fun to be a fan of any team that reaches this point in an NFL season, playing for the NFC or the AFC championship and a ticket to the Super Bowl. If you're a fan of the San Francisco 49ers or the Philadelphia Eagles or the Kansas City Chiefs or the Cincinnati Bengals, You've got a knot in your stomach right now, and that only happens when there's a whole lot on the line, and, um, you know, punching your ticket to the Super Bowl is a whole lot. So on the other hand, though, not having a big rooting interest in Sunday's games has its advantage, too, because it allows you to sit back and root for whatever great story emerges, regardless of which team it favors. 
And that's why I am most looking forward to the AFC title game at 530 Sunday. Um, Chiefs against the Bengals, two exciting teams, two of the great young quarterbacks in the game right now, uh, and a storyline that really hinges on whether Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes can play at at a heroic level as he deals with this high ankle sprain. Uh, the Bengals have beaten Kansas City three straight times. Their quarterback, Joe Burrow, is, I mean, he's just like a cold-blooded killer. This guy seems completely unflappable. Um, he seems to relish taking down the game's other quarterback stars. And I, I wish Mahomes was completely healthy and could run around and do all the crazy things he does, throwing off his left foot, off his right foot, jump passes, throwing it underhand, sidearm, shovel passes. I mean, that guy is a magician. Um, and the more I read about him, the nicest guy around. Everybody loves him. They say he's the perfect teammate. Um, and, uh, you know, Kansas City's a point-and-a-half favorite despite the injury. I don't think I agree with that. Um, I think the only way, though, that this game disappoints is if Mahomes goes out there and can't play, and then we get a whole bunch of Chad Henney. I don't want to see a whole bunch of Chad Henney. I want to see an injured Patrick Mahomes, a healthy Patrick Mahomes, any version of Patrick Mahomes, and I want to see all the Joe Burrow you got. Um, I want to see Joe Burrow do his thing, um, and I just think this game, I love this game. I'm going to watch this game, and I don't care who wins. I just hope it's really a lot of fun, and it comes down to the end. And, um, you know, I like Cincinnati, and um, and I like San Francisco. Uh, it, I said last night on a sport talk, uh, if you accuse me of undervaluing the Eagles, absolutely guilty as charged. Uh, I don't think I've appreciated how good they are all season long, and they're favored by two and a half points in, their, in the NFC championship game. But looking forward to this, I think these are going to be two terrific games on Sunday. All right. We'll do a little Illini basketball on the other side of the break. This look at Tupper on Sports brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank now open in downtown Decatur. Hi, I'm Drew Peabody, Vice President at First National Bank of Decatur. Homeownership is one of the most important parts of life, and my job for the last six years has been to help people of Central Illinois through the process. At FNB, we offer a wide range of products and competitive rates to make the dream of homeownership a reality. Come see why people have been trusting the Quality Bank with their home financing projects since 1930. I'm Drew Peabody, and I can't wait to help you get into your dream home. First National Bank of Decatur, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Back here with Mark Tupper. All right, moving over to the Illini. You know, you would think that when the Illini are getting ready to play a team that has been struggling and struggling a lot, that I would think, okay, that's the perfect time to catch this team when they're having issues, when they're on a downslide. But just the opposite is the case. I always assume that a struggling Big Ten team is desperate and is going to double down on effort and execution and that they will be a handful. And that's the situation I think Illinois faces tomorrow when they travel to Madison to take on a Wisconsin team that has lost five of its last six games. Injuries have been a part of it. Uh, they were without Tyler Wall, their leading scorer for a stretch. He did not play when Illinois beat them in early January in Champaign. He is back now. Wisconsin's coming off an 18-point loss at Maryland. Uh, but this is Wisconsin, and this is Madison. And although I'm sure Wisconsin fans are flipping out, uh, Greg Gard is still a pretty good coach. 
and I expect that he'll have some answers tomorrow. Um, Illinois, remember, was once 0-3 in the Big Ten. They're 5-4 and now, and they're coming off a victory over Ohio State that was one of their best defensive performances of the year. There's still a lot of room for improvement. Um, I think um, free throws will be important in this game tomorrow, and Illinois can get to the line if they shoot fewer threes and attack the rim, uh, drive the ball, and not just Terrence Shannon, everybody. Um, I don't think anybody's going to catch Purdue in this Big Ten race. Uh, they won at Michigan last night. They're 20-1 overall. Uh, but Illinois could be in a dogfight for second place if they win a game like this one tomorrow. Tough road environment, 2 o'clock, game televised on Fox, or you can listen to it right here on WSOY. All right, my friend. Have a great weekend. We appreciate you, as always. Mark Topper and Topper on Sports. Put him on that Mount Rushmore of oh yeah, sports, you know, words and voice yeah, over he, the last. He's as consistent uh, of- I mean, just rock solid. Here's your trivia for the day. And this is a good trivia. Eagles, not owls. Yeah, well, that, there's that. <laughs> uh, Joe Burrow's paternal grandmother set a Mississippi State high school record with an 82-point game in basketball. Wow. That's pretty cool. Grandma? Who dropped uh, 82 points? <laughs> Approaching that Wilt 100. Uh, that's Wilt Chamberlain, mm-hmm. not even Michael Jordan mm-hmm. uh, realm. His yeah. grandmother. Wow. So you get the genes, and then you get, a, uh, uh, I, I mean, his, his whole family played football in Nebraska. And I, I mean, like his whole chart is nothing but this is how you get this kind of genetic specimen. Yeah. Live sports. And the I, you know, when you grow up as a kid of a coach who moves around, I mean, I mean that, that's just the perfect recipe. That I love this kid so much. I, I mean, there's just nothing about him that annoys me. And you know when I when I fell in love with him as like a, a, a an athlete and a and a, a an icon was the it was either the AFC Championship game against Kansas City or maybe the Super Bowl when they've got him mic'd up. And he's talking about how he woke up with a zit on his forehead. He's like, can you believe it? Yeah. Today? Like, yeah. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> That's funny. I remember that. It's just human. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you don't see, uh, you, you know, and, and, and he's what, 26? My baby. I was going to guess. Yeah, 20. he's born in 1996. Yeah, wow. Um so he's not a baby, but he's got a baby face. He looks like Macaulay Culkin, you know. I mean, there's all the memes and everything. But when you watch on TV, you know, and the the biggest thing that you see in person down on the sidelines of NFL games, how young all these kids look. Yeah. Like with the helmets off mm-hmm. and the, you know, you you look on TV as these machines that right. are like these unbelievable athletic specimens that are just like running in, colliding at 800 miles an hour. But they look like teenagers on the sidelines. Yeah. I'm... All in, all day. Don't have any hate for Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't like one of those kind of games. Yeah. Uh, hate the Eagles for no good reason. Sure. Other than I think that their coach is a douchebag. That's Philly. the main thing. And Philly. <laughs> and Philly is a and city Philly. of douchebags. I'm sure there's a lot of great people in Philadelphia. Yeah. 
right? Right. They just don't get represented as Philadelphia in the sporting crowd. Right. Maybe there's a whole lot of really good people there. Mm-hmm. They just need to start going to football games to counteract what's there. Yeah, just kind of bring some balance to the uh, behavior, I'm, I'm please. I'm fully, you know, Rob, what's his face, is a Not huge any, yeah. uh, Eagles fan. And I, you know, I get, I, but I, I, I don't have any game for the 49ers, but I will be rooting hard for them. <laughs> yeah. And mainly because of the coach. You like Shanahan? No. Oh, I the hate other the other coach okay, yeah, that okay. much, which yeah. is completely unfair because I don't know the guy at all. Sure. I just like when I, when I watch inside the NFL or I watch one of those programs like where NFL films has people mic'd up and you get to see the behind the scenes. Sometimes you walk away and go, I had the way better dude than I thought. Yeah. And then sometimes you go, Jesus, what is up with that guy? Yeah, listen to that for three hours a day. Ah, oh. and, and I hate because I don't think you have to be a meathead Mm-mm. to excel in sports. Right. I think it's a world that has a lot of meatheads in it. Mm-hmm. And the old school way was certainly the meathead way, but today seems a little different. Mm-hmm. That guy probably would have fit right in, you know, in Bobby Knight's world. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Yeah. But <sighs> so I will be actively rooting for the Bengals and the 49ers. A, because uh, uh, I really, I'm just all in on Joku. Yeah. That guy just handles his business. And in a way, as Mark said, I think the word was unflappable. Yeah, it's exactly right. And I, I just, why not? They, you know, they've tried and tried and tried. You know, let them get an NFL Super Bowl win. I'd be thrilled with that. It'd and also, awesome. nostalgic, you know, that 49ers Bengals, that's like way back in the day from my... Yeah, that's oh, really cool. The uh, the rookie quarterback starting for the 49ers, oh, Brock yeah. Purdy. Oh, yeah, got a root for him. Last guy taken in the draft. They said he's been ice cold. He's been great. They said one time that he got in the huddle and he was going, blah, 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 and they were like, Brock, slow down. <laughs> You're fine, dude. Yeah. And they said from that moment on, he dialed in. Why wouldn't you root for that guy? Yeah. All right, bring out our home highlight on the other side of the break. We've got a bungalow. If you are, like, looking for or somebody in your family is, like, looking for a starter home, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just right out of the gates. Just got out of college, whatever. Maybe just went through the apprenticeship program, the IBW. You know, you're starting a home. We got a place for you. And we also have a $25 gift card to Svenson Florist for right ahead of Valentine's Day. Uh Uh-huh. Not by accident. You can go to the nauticator.com uh, Facebook page. Like, comment, feel free to share to enter into that drawing. We'll be back right after this. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health. John, the price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days. Yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput. Even more so. We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it. Right. So because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we were able to send a factory trained tech out to her place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know, one way to fight inflation? Yep. Keep from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes, you got that right. 
This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. We are back here. I remember very clearly uh, early on with that song. Was, oh, they said the B word. <laughs> All right. The Brink Out Home Highlight. Uh, we will have Tom and the gang in with us next Friday. Is that right? First Friday in February? Yep. Uh, we're doing this a little differently. Um, trying to give like a little balance to all the different properties they have. And we have, uh, Sherry's, uh, uh, one of her, uh, pay, or plane who's been with us several times, uh, on the air. She's got a little bungalow on the, uh, the West End, uh, that is, uh, $74,000. That's $73 a square foot, right? Right. And what a great starter home. Or maybe you're single and just want to get out of an apartment that you're renting and have a little equity and something, right? Absolutely right. I was kind of surprised. You know what? I, you, you never know what you like. I had not seen this one, you know, until Ryan sent the link over yesterday. It's, it's you know, it's been some work done in here, and there's some. It, it's surprising to me how open it feels. That that's a good takeaway from it. You know, if you go through the gallery on this. You'll see that right off of that living room, you can kind of see everywhere through the house. You know, everything is in close proximity to each other. And even the openness continues on the outside as it's, it's that narrow lot, but, but it, it feels open. It feels like if you had some puppies, they could get out there or little kids, they could run around and not feel constricted. You, I mean, openness is probably a really fair word to use. Yeah. 212 West Lawn Avenue, uh, Indicator, Illinois, two beds, one bath. Little over a thousand square feet, sitting on about a fifteenth of an acre. Yep. Uh, but uh, you get that charm of the old school kind of West End, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, you know, I know that area pretty well. These, it's a good neighborhood. You're, you've got plenty of places to walk to. Good proximity to the park, all that sort of stuff. It's the location's great. Yeah. And, you know, and you're talking about like, uh, I, I mean, to give you an example, let's say you're renting an apartment. Yep. A decent apartment indicator mm-hmm. is going to cost you eight hundred plus a month, right? I, I, I mean, in a neighborhood that you're okay, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, safely. Uh, th- if you put fourteen thousand eight hundred dollars down on this house, two forty nine fifty nine a month, you probably could go all in with. And be at your rent payment with your utilities and things like that. You're going to be yeah. with with equity, with, with ownership. Equity. Yeah. And a nice West End charm and yeah. a cute little bungalow that's got all kinds of potential for mm-hmm. you to do whatever you want with it. It's not for everybody. It's not you're going to be here for the large family. But if you're just starting out or you want a place and you want to get out of rent and get into own, mm-hmm. what a great opportunity. I have some neighbors that work construction and they have to leave for three or four days at a time, single people. What, what more house would they need than this? Right. A place to lay their head, a place That's, to... They don't have a ton of yard to yeah. take care of and nope. all that, but they got enough? Mm-hmm. All right. 212 West Lawn Avenue. Look cute West End bungalow. 
with all the West End charm. It's got hardwood floors, original trim and doors, all new windows and new siding, newer insulation in the floors in the attic. So you got, I mean, like the bones are all there. Yeah. Come in and put your own fingerprint on this and make it yours. And there's a basement. Yeah. Right now it's set up as an exercise area, but think of man cave, think of craft room, whatever it is that you want to do. Don't be like dismissing the gym. Or gym. No, I, that was already in the list. I mean, whatever I it is I you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big jumps right to arts and crafts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they got it set up as a gym. Yep. But you can do whatever you want with it. You know, you got your washer and dryer down there and all that. Got a cute little backyard. Mm-hmm. But just enough land to feel like you got a little space, but not so much you feel like you got to like do a ton of upkeep. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite kind of yard, by the way. And a shed for the for the mower. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. You I can... see why they picked it. I see why they picked it. I mean, we're getting a lot of variety. This one is a unique look that somebody's going to see it and go, "Wow, at that price, that's all I need. Let's go." Right. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good choice. I just look at it and it just has a ton of potential. And you're right. You're somebody that maybe travels a lot for mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, Michael Sexton was telling us that a lot of people, I think, in the West End that are like flight attendants or whatever, that, you know, they, they hop on their plane and they're gone all the time. What else do you need? Do you want to pay a, a rent payment or do you want to have a house that when you're done? You, or do you yours. want to have a house payment that's a quarter of yeah. what you're paying for rent? Exactly right. Yeah. No, it's it's nice. Check it out. The Navigator Facebook page. And uh, we got a $25 uh, gift card we're giving away from Thinson <laughs> Flores, uh for Valentine's Day just in time. Yeah, <laughs> that that will come in clutch. Yeah, wish I was eligible. <laughs> Bring out our home highlight. Two twelve, West Lawn Avenue, West End Bungalow. Nice stuff. All right, when we get back on the uh, other side of the break, we have a well. I got so much I haven't gotten to yet. And it's Friday, too. I know. I got this whole list. Um, I want to know about these electric vehicles that are, speaking of, the Philadelphia Eagles head coach would buy this car. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking one that looks like the Tumblr almost with all the... Uh, is it Resvani? Yeah. Is that what the name of the company yeah. is? Uh-huh. <laughs> You'd see him cruising along. Of course. Pepper spraying the crowd. Right. That's funny. And then getting in their face. <laughs> That's funny. In his coach's shorts. And his whistle. A whistle's Am I not exaggerating? I, no. I mean, I mean, no, he's standard coach. He's straight from central casting. All right. And then uh, a couple of things about, uh, I, I read an interesting story in either the Chicago Sun-Times or the Tribune, I'm, I'm, I can't recall quite yet, that there is a suggestion that we should start Teaching media literacy in kindergarten. I don't know what that means, but I'd be, I'm curious about it. All right. We'll tell you about it on the other side of the break. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, there's a chance of morning flurries, mostly cloudy, high near 42. Tonight, increasing clouds, low around 27. For Saturday, mostly cloudy with a high near 46, and overnight rain and freezing rain are likely. And for Sunday, cloudy with a high of 34. Current temperature in downtown Decatur 
It's up to 25 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.54. Fighting Illini men's basketball takes on Nebraska Tuesday, January 31st inside State Farm Center. Strip. Oh, Clark just took it away. Fast break. Melendez. Layup. Got it. And one. You've been looking for the chance to bring your family to a game. This is it. Buy a four-pack of tickets today for just $99. Tickets are on sale now at FightingIllini.com. Did you know the average age of vehicles on the road right now are 12 years old? Most manufacturers recommend antifreeze coolant exchanges every 10 years. Number one roadside breakdowns is cooling system failure, but Speed Lube has you covered. They offer a two-part complete coolant system fluid exchange for $79.95, and it lubricates the water pump seals and has an anti-corrosion additive. Don't find yourself on the side of the road this winter. Visit one of Speed Lube's six Decatur locations or in Lincoln or Clinton. Get your coolant system checked today at Speed Lube. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. What is this? Natalie Cole. This will be. Yeah, okay. Haven't heard that for a while. Media literacy. There are suggestions out there that this should be like put into the educational system pronto. Starting at kindergarten. We didn't used to have to teach this. Because the media had to go to a certain level of not only talent, but expectation. Like TV, radio, broadcast licensed by the federal government, standards, newspapers. And now everything is considered the media, whether you've got any chops or not. And also just the technical definition of this is news and this is news entertainment, where the line is so blurred. Absolutely. But there are so many people out there that think their sharing of a post on Facebook is media or journalism. This isn't new to technology, email, everything else, but it's more of a problem now than it's ever been. The ease of transmission. Yes, is, is that? But but the but the lack of discerning taste with the ease of transmission is like an STD of information. STI. I'm sorry, STI. Thank you. I think this is a good idea. Now, some people go, "Oh, you're going to indoctrinate the book." It's like, no, shut up. You're the person sharing. Wrong and false and damaging information. You're not trained. You don't have any experience. You don't have any standards. You don't have any expectations. You don't have to live up to anything. You just got to share crap and call it news. And then how do the kids differentiate them in all of this? They don't. How would they know? No context. Well, I mean, if you're curious, you can find context. You said context. kids. Yeah, I, I'm saying yeah. even kids, if you're curious, can find context, but it doesn't mean context comes to you. And there are some people who just celebrate this, like the downfall of news and like, it's like, all right, stop. 
There's George Santos. Go for him. This can't happen fast enough, in my opinion, if we want to stop the erosion of just, like, we can disagree on opinion all day long, but facts are facts. And not your version of a fact. We'll take a break. Top of the hour news. Angela joins us next. Don't go anywhere. This is Brian Barnard, voice of the Fighting Illini on Decatur's home for Fighting Illini Athletics for over 75 years. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. The Lincoln Presidential Library and Museum will be celebrating Lincoln's birthday and Black History Month in February. Activities kick off on February 1st. That's coming up on Wednesday with one of 10 performances of a short play called Small Beginnings. The museum will also run a series of mini documentaries about important black figures in history. Admission will be free February 11th and 12th in honor of Lincoln's birthday. In sports, Illinois men's basketball goes for their sixth win in their last seven games when they visit Wisconsin tomorrow afternoon. The Illini beat the Badgers earlier this month when they were 0-3 in the Big Ten. One o'clock coverage tomorrow afternoon on WSOY. Then tomorrow night at St. T in their... You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.